This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You know, we uh, prepare life today is about preparation for tomorrow, for the future. I believe that. I I don't believe in maintaining. Uh, I believe in pressing and preparing. And and God always uh, is a faith, the Bible says, prepares. I feel pulled in a... Many different directions today, amen, and we prepare, we plan uh, for things, but uh, I'm going to tell you something that I am putting into practice, amen, I want to just read a scripture to you, and this is... Spirit, I need your help right now. There's not that we don't know what to do, but you know exactly what is right to do. Thank you, Lord. Let me tell you something we take very seriously here. I'm not sure if, you know, I mean for my part, uh, you know, I can't do your part. Um, but for my part, you know, what you're going to run into when you, when you come here. And, and I'm going to tell you what, the pastor uh, and then the people, the leadership. But here, you know, the, it's the pastor's uh, priority and privilege to set uh, the tone, set the atmosphere for things, you know. And, uh, you know... I believe that I've always, you know, I've engaged in this since, uh, you know, since uh, I first got born again that I realized, you know, uh, man, I needed some help. You know, I, I for a long time, the stumbling block for me was you can't live this thing. You can go to church. You know, I mean, that was my observation was that folks go to church. You know, I can do that too. But, but the people that I was watching and the, the witness that the devil offered up and was glad to do that now. I mean, I mean the devil pointed them out and said, uh, you know, you can't live it. They're not living it. This doesn't apply to your everyday life. This is just religion. You don't need, you know, you can make up anything where religion is concerned. And when, I, when God put a witness in my life of a, of a young man who lived it, wasn't perfect, but I'm telling you what, now he, you know, God was with him because he had a real relationship with God and he was living it. The proof was that he lived it. He lived it. He had, he had something. At that time I thought it was something, but I found out later it was someone with him. You know, and that was attractive. He had good success in his life with living it. Amen. Uh, but I realized early on that I needed training 
uh, in life. I need to be trained. I had been, all my training was in the world. In the world's way. Amen. And, the, and so I did what I was trained to do. Um, and we do what we're trained to do. We're, we're, we're act in line with our training. Uh, but I found out early on, you know, uh, and all of the shifts in my life have been in pursuit of a better training. Amen. You know, because I found out early on, it's okay if I come down from here, guys. I know you worked real hard. I'm not sure where we're going to go and all this, but I'm not going to go too far. Uh, but I found out early on, these folks here are trying to train me to lose. I know how to lose. Amen. Now, why would I want more training in how to lose religiously? Amen. Amen. <laughs> hey, man, I got Amen. it hooked up with. I got. Amen. I got hooked up with Jesus hey. for something different That's than right. that. Amen. That's right. Amen. But I realized, you know, and boy, I'm gonna tell you what. Now, God honored that. I mean, He reigned His. Word. Let's go there. Amen. Let's just go there to begin with. Uh, I mean, out on a red dirt road, the backside of nowhere, fresh into the kingdom of God, don't know nobody. Amen. But saw the deacon running the piano teacher, uh, the piano player. Anybody know what running? That might be an old term. Running. I mean, didn't even keep it outside the church, running her in the church. And, you know, God will show things. God will show you. And I remember thinking, Lord, have mercy now. You know, I'm interested in living this thing. Now, this old boy and this old girl right here, they're not living. They're not living it. They're living the way the world does. That's how you, that's, that's in the honky-tonk. That ain't supposed to be in the church. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah. Turn back to Isaiah. Oh. Uh, in uh, 50, 55. I thought I had it marked in here, but I guess not. I got it amplified, that's why. Um. So, <laughs> I don't need more training how to do that now. Are you listening? And the, the problem was that the preacher was allowing it. See, because sometimes pre preachers are afraid of folk. I don't care what your position is in the church. Ain't nobody higher than the Lordship of Jesus. And when it's, it's cross-grain of the Lordship of Jesus, it's going to fall to the pastor, line up. And anything that don't that's out of order needs to be corrected. Amen. Needs to be confronted in order to be corrected. And if we're afraid to confront, then we'll never get correction. Are you listening? And the best thing to do is to go to you privately. And if uh, I'm going to show you a Bible way. My, the Bible says in this, says my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I'll tell you why there's a lot of disorder in the church. Just simply nobody's willing to do it God's way. It seems that, you know, preacher needs to go to him privately and say, look here, you're going to stop running her, and her, you're going to stop running him. Or if not, you know, uh, we're going to run you off. You want to keep doing that? You're not going to do it in the church. Amen. And that would, and listen, because they didn't do that, the church went to hell in handbasket. 
I'm telling you the truth. All the crop left. All the young folks left. Because you got all the way up into that and nobody would follow the Holy Ghost. But it fell to the preacher to do it. Fell to the preacher to say, that's wrong and we're going to have right around here. Amen? Period. Where that's concerned. You go to folks privately and then if they won't receive you, you take two, three witnesses out. and usually nip all that in the bud when it, when it gets beyond there. Everybody knows it anyway. Isn't that right? But it falls to get it taken care of. I don't even know why we're way over here, but that's all right. You know, this is a year of divine order. We're going to have order. Amen. In things. Hallelujah. And I can tell you for this, listen, losing is out of order. God is a God who won, who believes in winning, who gave us the victory in Jesus Christ. And we need to be trained, though, for winning. And we need to be trained for ruling and reigning. There's stuff you just walk on by for too long. Walk on by and put up with it. And put up with it. See? And I'm going to tell you what now. It, you know, it'll get taken care of when you take care of it. Because God's already taken care of it. It's when you and I do something about it. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you put those scriptures up there? Who would have the Amplified Bible? Isaiah uh, 55. I think it starts down there around verse number 8. It says, my oh, thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, it, says the That's Lord. Roll on. That's it. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts and your thoughts. Amen. Go on. For as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and return not there again but water the earth and make it bring forth and sprout that it may give seed to the sower, uh-huh. bread to the eater, roll on. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Has God said a thing? And it's been recorded. You've got a, a, a written copy of what God has said. So he said, I gave it to you. I'm not going to take it back. I, I, I gave it freely. And you can freely look in it anytime you want. I said it. Joshua told them when they went in, he said, listen. He said, God said it. Now go do it. Go to it. Oh, I like that. I mean, that jumped out in my early morning Bible reading this morning. I know you read yours too. But anyway, it said, he said, God said it. Now, now go do it. Go to it. Amen. My dad used to say, get to it, boy. Get to it. I said it. Go do it. Get to it. Amen. Now listen. And here's the trip over in that. God's word that went forth out of his mouth has been written down, given to us as a copy, signed, sealed, and delivered with the cross of Jesus Christ. In him all the promises. Ah, yes and amen. Now for religious folks, the word is a problem. But for me, it's a promise. It's the answer to every problem. It's what God has said. And it stands firm. And when I stand on it, listen, what's God looking for? He's looking for this. He says, it shall not return to me void without producing any effect of uses. Where is the word aimed at? If first of all, it's aimed at you. It's aimed at your heart, but it's also aimed at your head. Because you can have, I believe it with my heart, and your head be just as goofed up as anything. You, you, you can believe the word with all your heart, but you think like the world. Think just like the world. 
and the reasoning and the arguments and all that. Are you listening? Choke the word out and the cares of this life come crushing in on us and we got nothing on the inside other than a little seed of belief. But without a renewing of the mind, there's no transformation of life. Without a revelation, are you listening? There's no transformation. I look just like the world because I think like the world. I may not believe like the world, but I don't know why I believe and what I believe and I have no root down in it. I have no fruit from it. It's just a seed. Oh, you're going to have to take a little more training than that. Unless there's a little more going to the gym and you know, you've seen that thing where the guy goes in, these big old bodybuilders are there and the little skinny little, uh, you know, uh, Lord help me be kind. Anyhow. The girly guy comes, the, anyway, and he gets a 10-pound thing, runs in there, he goes, ha! and runs out, and the two guys that are, you know, and they're looking at each other, and go, what was that? Well, that was a Christian who believes in his heart, but doesn't know anything as far as a renewed mind is concerned, and consequently, he's still skinny. Are you listening? He thinks this little, this little amount of training... Sunday morning, wait, wait, oh, that felt so good what pastor said. What did he say? I don't remember, but it made me feel good. I had a goosey bump. Hair stood up on the back of my neck. Let me suggest you get a haircut and shave that stuff off there. That way it'll help your feelings get you into faith. If we're still got a little hairy gospel, we need to get a little further than this. Amen. Now listen, it will not return to me void without producing any effect. God's word is sent to affect your heart and to affect your mind, your thinking. He said, my thoughts, my thoughts. God is a thinking God. God's an intelligent God. Are you listening? Now, not, now listen, the wisdom that comes from this world that glorifies the mind magnifies the mind. Some of you get so much training where the mind is concerned. You are absolutely pitiful and powerless where your heart is concerned. Where faith is concerned. Amen? Give all kinds of money and all kinds of training to some degree on the wall. Are you listening? And failing at life. Hmm? Are you listening? A, a, a relational dropout. I know that's hard to hear, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Now, you know, then what do we do? We're glorifying the mind, magnifying the mind. That's where man fell too. I'll tell you, when a man walks in the spirit, you can name every bug, every animal, and all of that kind of stuff because you're tapped into a flow that's beyond your, your, your own capacities. You're out there where God is limitless in what you can know if you need to know it. Limitless in what you can do if you, God says do it. Lord have mercy. I, I don't know if I'm even in, the right, even in the right place. That's why Jesus probably chose all these uneducated people to begin with. Now he didn't leave it there. He got a smart guy that wrote most of the New Testament. Amen. Glory to God. He got a smart guy. I mean a guy with all kinds of degrees. He got Paul. Are you listening? Are you listening? So God can use both. But Paul said this. He said, all them degrees, garbage now. I had to relearn it all. I had to take all I thought I knew and relearn it. 
I had to be retrained for real ruling and reigning. I thought I had it together, but I didn't. God had, God had to take me all apart and put it back together right. Hmm? So, so get every degree you can, but don't neglect a degree in life with God. Listen, one of the great presidents of our time, uh, President Roosevelt, and I believe he might have been a Democrat. I'm not sure. But he said there's nothing that can compare to a thorough working knowledge of the Word of God. Lord, are you listening? I would say he'd be a man that would be considered at the top of his game. I mean, you don't become president without being the top of your game. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, I'm not going to get down into that. There's good in all, there's bad in all. God does never magnify the bad. The world does. All they got is gossip and this and that. We're commanded to pray for, not against, for, for. Amen? And if we're skewed where our thinking is concerned, well, then that's what you get. You're going to reap what you sow. Y'all going to have no peace? Y'all going to have no peace? Somebody says, you know, oh, all this and that, or, or politics and stuff that are concerned. I have peace where that's concerned. Why? I obey. I pray. I pray for the leaders. I declare the kingdom of God. Amen? God's kingdom come. God's will be done in their life. Surround them with godly people. If they don't want to be godly, then exchange them. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Just get somebody in there that will do what you want done. Amen. Hallelujah. All the up, down, and, and all arounds. We're the ruling and reigning class. The church. The church is in charge. And here we are over in the mud puddle. We're supposed to be, you know... I mean, floating a ro- uh, 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 armada in the oceans of the great things of God. Amen. And we're rolling around in a little mud puddle. My problem, I just don't like, I'm telling you what, now the gas went up 25 cents. I don't know what we're going to do. What's 25 cents to God? Amen. What we need to do is own all the oil fields. We need to own all the pipelines. We need to own all of the refineries. We need to own all of the gas stations. And then we can determine what, what the price that we want. We can give it away if we want to. If the Christians get a hold of it, I'm talking about the real Christians now. I'm not talking about the religious folks that, you know, that will soak it to you for a summer blend. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm way out here. Isn't it? it says it will have an effect. But when it doesn't have an effect, now listen, it can't return to him. It doesn't return to him. It's just void. It becomes void. God sends his word and it's void. Isn't that right? Let me me delve down into uh, the English vocabulary. If you don't hear what's going on Wednesday night, then you're void of that knowledge and understanding. You're void. You don't got it. You don't possess it. You weren't there to get it, so you don't get it. If God wanted to speak something to you this morning out of his word, and he does, God's a talker. You're not going to like eternity. God just yakety-yak-de-yakety-yak-de-yakety-yak-de-yakety-yak-de-yakety-yak. Amen. Isn't that right? Oh, I beg you. His name is the Word. The Word became flesh and started talking. 
and still talking. Talky, 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 talk. You ought to wake up in the middle of the night. What? 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 I just want to talk to you. God, I want to rest. You can rest later. I'm going to talk to you right now. Amen. Sandy would lay in the bed, you know, and she'll, before you go to sleep, she'll go, yakety 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 yak. About all the stuff to do tomorrow. I said, I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm not trying to set an agenda for 15 days. Because in five minutes, you can give me more than I can do in half a lifetime. I've never seen somebody breathe out one sentence and have at least three things that are going to take three or four or five weeks to, can, to do. We're walking out to the car. We're gonna, you, you need to spray this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I'm going, Sandy, we're walking to the car. We're walking to the car to go away from here. And you have just stacked all this stuff. You know, weeds and work and you know, Jesus. Amen. Love of God, Bruce. Love of God. The love of God. Kindness. Amen. But God talks. Isn't that right? And he expects us to talk. I've got to finish this right now. Listen. Listen. How does a mountain move? How does a mountain move? Well, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. It, God sends his word. And his word is supposed to move us. Amen. Out of insufficiency into a fullness. But you see, when... when uh, the Bible says that who, Jesus gave a lesson that he goes, whosoever shall say to this mountain. We're waiting for God and God's waiting for us. Are you listening? He's waiting for us to get full of his word to that's where what comes out. I got good news for you. This is a word for you. I'm serious. This is a word I'm acting on right now. Your wait, the wait is over. Your time has come. The wait is over. We're waiting for when, but the wait is over. The when is now. Make a move. See, see, when I believe God's word, there's nothing left but to do. This is why Jesus told the man that was laid out flat, been laid out flat for 38 years. Can't move his south. He goes, I got no one to help me. Jesus said, well, you know, why are you waiting for someone to help you? Here's the thing. Get up. Take your bed and go on home. He could have said, I've been here for 38 years, fool. Don't you understand? Look at me. Jesus wasn't looking at that. He's looking at the word. He's saying, I'm telling you right now that you need to make some kind of a move, move towards the impossible. Are you listening? I said, make a move and I'll push impossibility out of the way because I said, get up. There's enough power when God says, a woman of God stood up, stood up here and said, get up. Now the only reason, now listen, when you're, do, when you're like this, you know, the only thing you can do is shift. You just, look at your neighbor and say, you're just shifting. <laughs> That's all right. As long as shifting will get you, because once you get up, see, the Word will get you up. It'll put you on your feet. It'll put life together for you. And listen, when it really gets on the inside of you, isn't that right? Well, a healed man wouldn't just lay here. A prosperous man wouldn't just accept broke. They'd get up and make a move. They'd make a move. And the minute you make a move, I'm going to tell you what. You, you may not see it in the natural. 
And the lesson was Jesus spoke something to a natural thing, a tree, and the next day they came and saw the results of what he said. And so he used that as a lesson. He said, you can say to the mountain, the biggest physical thing known to man, the most unmovable thing in the natural that there is, but you can just say a word that's believed in the heart. That when you say it, when you speak it out of that believing in the, in the heart, the Bible says it shall be done for you. Now you're not going to do it. See, ruling and reigning, we don't do the stuff, we just say stuff. And it's done for us. Kings don't do things, they just say things and things are done for them. We're not supposed to do stuff. We're supposed to do one thing, the Word. And we're supposed to just get it in our heart in abundance, return it to God. Amen. Make a move on the Word. Or let's quit standing. You know, what it makes it, you know, it's good to get up from sitting, stand, but then start moving. Make a declaration. Move toward Amen. Make a move. And when we do, that move, first move should be we say a thing. Yes. And when we say it, well, bless God, I am healed. I told the devil this morning, I said, I, you're going to have between now and when I get home, get off of my little dogs. Because by the time I get home, if you're not gone, are you listening? I am going to drive you into the ground. I'm going to hurt you every which way but loose. You're going to take a real whooping, understand me? And you got between now and then. And I laid hands on him and I told him, get enough. Walk by that long enough. Enough. I said a thing. I believe it in my heart. Amen. It will be done for me. God will do it, and I'll tell you what, the devil will move when I move. You we don't <laughs> you have been I've been in some things before, and the bully says you can just take a step towards you. You watch a bully. Yeah, go on. You know. I didn't really. Yeah, you did really, and you really gonna get it now. Because I mean business. Once it gets to a place where I move towards you, it ain't going to be over till you are done. Amen. You're done talking, understand? You're done everything. You understand Amen. what I'm saying? Because I'm going to back up everything. Where in the time are we going to get to where, you know, red lines are actually red lines? Do something. Back up what you say. Take that word and move with that word. And when you move, you may not see it, but when you make a move, God goes, hey, man. I mean, God picks it up and moves it. And you make another move, and God picks it up and moves it. And don't be fooled by it. I don't see nothing happening. God said, trust me, honey. I'm, I am working. I am working. I'm working the word. Keep working the word. It's a little ways between here and there. But every... Oh, I need something. I need me. I need something. I got to have something to work with. Watch out, Pastor. I might throw things. You doggone right. I might throw things. Are you listening? Amen. You know, I mean, there's my stuff way over there. I'm a long way from my dream coming true. Well, walk through the door, honey. Realize you're bigger than you think you are. And God is greater than you know He is. He's gooder than you believe. Amen. But God just says, start doing something. Hey! Boy, that's working. All things are working together for good for them that love God. 
I'm agreeing with God, partnering with God, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to move the marker. I'm going to ex- ex- expect an expansion. Are you listening? And the pressure's on me, but I'm telling you what, the pressure's on you. The devil's pushing back. I told you, get out of my way. I'm going to kick your you-know-what. Oh, I just wish everything would change. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Lord. And then here comes Aunt Susie. Oh, you know, we never know what God... Yeah, I know. We don't. We can't know. And you know God has a plan to kill you, to hurt you. Oh, yeah. You just come to my church, honey. We'll sing verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. And by the time we get to verse 5, you'll be half dead like me. I said there's supposed to be life. Healing, deliverance. Letting the devil sit in the chair and talk to you. Get out of my... What are you doing in my way? I'm going to move and God's moving. What in the world? Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. I mean, I believe in kicking him. The Bible says under your feet. Under your feet. Under. (laughs) Now, excuse me. Excuse me. You move, I'm on. I just heard the Lord say, kick him again. I will. Kick him again, just to make sure. Amen. Now we're at the place. I need something. Hold on. Paul said this. He said, holding forth the word of life. Okay? Let me tell you something, Mr. Devil. You are not sitting in this chair no more. See, I got God's word on it now. We're not going to worry. We're not going to fret. We're not going to whine. I got the word. And the word's moving me. And every time I move on the word, are you listening? Every time I move this, God moves. Mountains move. I keep saying the same thing as God saying. God put God's word on it. Because when I go to God with a problem, God says, I got, you got my word on it. Now take my word and do something with it. Amen. Me and my house shall be saved. Devil, leave my children alone. You're not going to have my future. You're not going to get my seat. You're not going to, and listen, I'm walking by faith now. I don't have to see that. I see this. I see this. I see this. That's all I see. That's all that fills my eyes. It fills my thoughts. It fills my day. Are you listening? 
And I just keep on doing what I'm supposed to do. Are you listening? And then one day I, I, I look up, Lord says, look, look where you are. Where's the mountain? I don't know. I've been working on this word so long. I can't see nothing but the... Exactly. Jesus walked on by the fig tree. He didn't, he didn't pay no attention to the fig tree. They had to call his attention to it. He goes, what? What? They go, the tree, the tree. See, the tree, the tree. That you spoke to, remember? It was done when I talked to it. Now you're seeing it, but I saw it before that. I saw it when I said it. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody got helped by this today because I've been having to work the word. Working the word. Miss Andy, come here and sit in the chair for me, will you? Sit in the chair, amen. It's all right, baby. Look at she go. I got that warning look. <laughs> I'm not gonna dump you out. You're not the devil, all right? Look, she gonna do me good, not evil, all the days of her life. She praises me in the city gates. She mer- she delights in her merchandising. I got to sit and listen to what a good buy she got and not pay attention to how much money she spent. We came out of the Sarmark the other day. She goes, if you haven't paid retail for this, it would have been 500 and something dollars and I bought it for 30. Let her be praised by her husband and her children for doing such a good job. She came out, she goes, these socks cost $26. I said, what? And you brought them out here to this car? Who is, are they insane? $26 for a pair of socks? She goes, don't worry, I got them for a buck and a half. (laughs) We're working the word together, sister. Amen. I see no need for $26 socks, but if you, she goes, you can wear these with your wild shirt. (laughs) Wait a minute, baby. Yes, I will wear the wild socks with my wild shirt that we save hundreds of thousands of dollars on. And I will be happy about it because you should be praised for being such a good woman. Amen. See, I'm not going to criticize her. I'm going I'm to speak the word over her. I have a woman of the word because I speak the word over my woman. Now, who needs to be in your chair? Who are you working the word over? Hallelujah. Well, it's not just my woman. It's the church. It's my children. It's the grandchildren. It's everything. Are you listening? And yeah, you get weary in the well-doing. Sometimes you just want to... You know. (laughs) (sighs) Amen. 
But then you got to get back up and work again, don't you? Isn't that right? You still got to do your part. Read the devil the word, baby. Just keep reading him the word. Agree with me. Let's just talk the word together in agreement. Amen. Let's just let's just tell the devil where to get out of our way. Amen. Let's do this thing together. It shouldn't return to his void. Even when it's a heavy lift. Sometimes it's a heavy lift, guys. You can't see it. But when I move, God moves. When I move, God moves. When I move, God moves. Honey, I'm tell you what, sometimes it's just an inch all day long. Just... But something moved. I'm closer now than I've ever been. The devil says, what about the mountain? It's going to be a hard climb. It won't be there by the time I get there. It won't be there. Because I'm going to keep walking with God. I'm going to keep walking in the Word. I'm going to keep working the Word. And it will be removed by the time I get there. Because there's a time for every promise. A set time for every promise. Amen. Did you get anything out of this today? It's Pastor Ron Kelly's fault. That whole worship team. They got on that mountain song. We can't just sing about it, guys. We got to know how it works. Amen. And you got to work the word, or the word won't work for you. There's our part to do. And God expects us to do it. He'll do the heavy lifting. He'll move the mountains. But now, and I'm, we need to finish, don't we, Benny? I think I still have 60 seconds. I'm going to take all of it. <laughs> Look at him, he's huffing and puffing. Well, what you doing? You're sitting there. Amen. But you ain't going to sit there for long. It's time to get up and make a move. The time of waiting's over. The waiting is over. Your time has come. Make a move. Amen. Make a move. And when you move, I'm telling you, God, you'll see God move. You'll see things change. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. This has resonated in your spirit. I want, just look, just stand up in it. We're going to pray a quick prayer. Move, move forward from here. Made any kind of sense to you whatsoever. Look at your neighbor and say, I expect you to work the word. By this time next week, big things. Big things. Big believed for things. Going to move. Amen. There are going to be big movements this next week. Some of you, listen, I'm telling you, in the area of health, in the area of wealth, amen, 
in the area. I, I mean, you know, I'm stuff. The waiting's over. The time is now. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.